What's up, listeners? So this is a special preview episode. My friend Anthony from the Jock and Nerd Podcast and I have been getting together this award season to talk about all the different award ceremonies that have been going on, but most notably the Academy Awards or the Oscars. We've gotten together a few times now to give our Oscar predictions, and I'm also going to be doing an Oscar reactions show on Monday the 15th. I'll be recording an instant reaction to the nominees once they come out. But all of this Oscars talk is only available on my Patreon feed. There is a lot of exclusive content that you can find on the Patreon feed. And I just wanted to give everyone a quick preview of some of the Oscars talk that you can hear over there. Oscars Gerald is a different Gerald. (laughs) I get very excited. Here's a little snippet from a conversation that Anthony and I had making our final predictions for what we think will be nominated at this year's Academy Awards. We recorded this on March 10th. The nominees come out March 15th. And here's a little preview snippet for you guys. Stay tuned for the end of the preview for more information about our Patreon feed. Thank you and enjoy. All right. Supporting actress. This I don't feel like we've gotten much clarity at all for award season with this, So, but I will go first. Yeah, go ahead, man, because I <laughs> actually I need you to go first because this is I'll just say before you go, this is the one category that I have no fucking idea. Like, I think there's probably two locks. Yeah, like like for sure locks. And then outside of that, you just throw them up in the air and see what what sticks. I mean, I really don't know. So I will start with my five. This is going to be I think this is I'm not confident in this five, but it is sure. what it is. Yu Jung Young, Amanda Seyfried, Glenn Close, Maria Bakalova, who, by the way, is the only person out of this that's been nominated everywhere, mm-hmm. and Jodie Foster. And I'm going to tell you why I don't have Olivia Coleman in there. First off, I haven't seen the movie. I'm going to see it. I think this Friday. Secondly, I don't think I've heard that she's not. She's like in it, but it's not really an Oscar-y performance. She's just kind okay. of in it. All so right. I'm going with. Jodie Foster is my fifth because she won at the Glows. Maria Bakalova yeah. because of all the nominations. And then the, I feel like the other three are like safer picks, although I'm, I'm not all that confident in Close or Seafried either. So we'll see. Well, you know, I, I, I don't like to toot my own horn, Anthony, but I told you a month ago about Jodie Foster. You and did. I, told, I told you she you was coming did. here, buddy. So <laughs> I was like, Jodie Foster at the Globes. I did see the Mauritanian. I don't think she's like, she's pretty decent in it. I think yeah. she's good. Yeah. And she's really been um, campaigning too. Like she's yeah. been, I've been seeing her on a ton of shit lately, like on interviews and whatnot, pushing mm-hmm. for this performance. She's, she wants it and she has been out of the game for quite a while. So you can tell she's passionate about this project and about people seeing her work, which is, which always usually translates really well with the Academy and they Mm -hmm. love her. I mean, she's been around since, you know, the late eighties. So they love her. Yep. Well, for me, the only one we didn't match up on and I, as much as I hate it, I think, I think Maria is going to get snubbed. Wow. Uh, I think, did did I mention she's the only one across every awards body that's been nominated? You did. (laughs) And that's why I'm kind of going against, um, you know, my heart is telling me that I really want her to win, but my head is just saying this is not a performance that the Oscars are going to want to celebrate. It's such an outlandish kind of comedic performance, and it's such a one-off. They just don't they don't go for that. The only one that would even remotely compare that off the top of my head would be when they nominated Melissa McCarthy for Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. It was a comedic performance, but it was a physical comedic performance. She was a pretty well-known actress. So I don't know, man. I just I now let me put it this to you this way. This is the category I have no idea. So the only thing we don't match up on, let me give you my five real quick. 
Glenn Close, which as much as, again, I'm going against what my brain's really telling me here, mm-hmm. but I still think she's going to win it, even though, wow. she's, even though she's hurting so far. By, by the way, we didn't pick supporting actor winner, but I think we both agree Kaluuya, right? Oh, Kaluuya. Oh, yeah. no question. Yeah, front, front runner. Uh, the only one that would be... BAFTAs, we don't know, right? BAFTA, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it's BAFTA. so wild. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. we, we got Kaluuya, though. Okay, so back but, to the support actor. But Kaluuya, Kaluuya, for sure. I mean, which is... A testament to that push, by the way, because a month ago when we spoke, I was Sasha Baron Conan, and I yeah. thought that he was—I thought he had it locked in. So you were like, "I don't know," but I don't even know if Kaluuya will get nominated. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Kaluuya's really <laughs> coming on strong at, yep. at, at the end here. Um, okay, so my five would have been Glenn Close, you uh, Jung for Minari, mm-hmm. and then I do have Olivia Coleman, Amanda Seyfried, and Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster. Now, if Maria gets in here. Which, frankly, I would be completely fine with. I think Jody's still safe, and I think Amanda gets snubbed here. Wow. The only reason I don't think that's going to happen, though, is because, like I've said before, and I hope I'm wrong, and, you know, the Academy's proved me wrong in the past, just last year with Parasite, for example, but Mank is their kind of movie. <laughs> it's a movie <laughs> about Hollywood. It's a movie about a writer. It's a movie, a movie about a writer of one of the most celebrated films by the Academy of all time and Citizen Kane. I hear you. They're going to nominate that thing for fucking everything. Like if there was an award for best like snack table, they would be <laughs> nominating Mank for that. So I just don't see her not because her performance, frankly, is probably the most celebrated performance in the film. You know, we'll get to best actor later and we'll talk about Gary Oldman. But I think when I take away what I enjoyed from Mank, it's very little, but Amanda Seyfried is one of those things. So I think the Academy probably feels the same way. She's been around for a long time. She's done a lot of, she has a great resume. She's never been nominated. She's never really been in the conversation for a nomination, to be honest. So I think that Mank is probably it for her, at least at this stage in her career. Mm-hmm. But if Maria gets in, I think Amanda's the one that gets left out there. I'll just say that. So if you were talking about dark horses, yeah, I know you had Maria in your five, but Maria would be my dark horse and she would take Amanda out. Yeah, I, I would. My dark horse would be Olivia Coleman. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's not really a dark horse pick, but she's just the one that would get in. I, I will say that Mank. I think I agree with you that Mank will get a lot of nominations, but Mank isn't like this universally loved movie by a lot of people. Like the casual fan, no one talks about Mank as being their favorite. Even like right. the people that were. So I could see like the Oscars maybe being like, oh, this isn't really a. A, a fan favorite, yeah. Right. This isn't like the, the 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 Fincher film to honor, but we'll see. I, if my five go stick out, I think I have Yu Jung Yoon winning. Yeah, you know, and I've heard some people actually making that prediction lately uh, in mm-hmm. the last like week or so. That's that's where I got it. As I saw some I, people making the prediction, and I'm like, and you might I be right. It. You might be right, man, because. Um, the tide is changing a little bit in that respect where they're starting to recognize a lot more international talent. And Minari's hot and, right now. And Minari is super hot right now. And she's great in it. I mean, she's amazing she's good, in that movie. Um, you know, I saw that movie early on because I had a screener and I actually placed her in my Best Supporting Actress too for my awards that I do for my show, which we're going to be doing next week. I voted on those, by the way. Nice. There he is. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> So I've, I recognized right away that that was an, an amazing performance by her. So that would not surprise me. I just think that Glenn Close, man, and I did this with the wife, too, where I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, it's Glenn Close, veteran actress, 
been nominated so many times, been around for decades. Of course, they're going to give it to Glenn Close. Of course, everybody's going to have that sentimental heartstring pull, and they're going to give it to her. Let me ask you something on that so, Glenn Close pick real quick. Yeah. Because you have more Oscar, way, way, way more Oscar history experience than me. How often does an actress or an actor win their category for a movie that's like almost universally disliked? Like Hillbilly Elegy. I haven't seen Hillbilly Elegy, but it's like yeah, the venom s- towards that movie is very strong. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I mean, as far as winning goes, I don't know off the top of my head, but I okay. do know that there are a a lot of performances of note where they get nominated and it's mm-hmm. the sole nomination. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we're dealing with here because it's not going to get anything else unless some crazy shit happens and Amy Adams gets a nomination. But I don't think that's going to happen. But I don't know, man. I mean, I'm probably wrong, right? I think I think <laughs> I they're going. So. <laughs> I think they're going to do this to her again. I, I really, I, I'd laugh at that. <laughs> I really do. And to your point, I think if Glenn Close loses, it probably is uh, Yao Yujing who who wins for Minari. Yeah. I think you're probably right there. She's like my number two right now. All right, all right. Well, yeah. we'll we'll move on. We have our picks for that. Now it's time for the best actor category. You know what? Instead of alternating, let me get a boys pick first, and then you can do the women because I think the women are a little more difficult in the okay. actors. So, sure. does that work for you? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Best actor. Okay, I'm going to go Bozeman, Hopkins, Riz Ahmed, Gary Oldman, and I'm changing my pick last minute here. I'm going to Har Rahim as the fifth. Mm-hmm. So you you did not name Stephen Yun then? No, I had I think I had Stephen Yun <laughs> last time, and I am taking him out. I feel like Rahim is like 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 Jody Fox. Like I feel like this movie is just getting a lot of campaigning right now, and I feel like Tahar Rahim was really good in it too. And he had more like Stephen Yun had a very good performance, but Rahim had like an Oscar performance, right? Stephen Yun's character is very understated. It's very mellow film um he's not like this when you watch minari you remember yu jung Young and alan kim like Stephen mm-hmm. young is probably like third in that movie mm-hmm. fourth maybe behind the wife mm-hmm. but tahar rahim it's like he's front and center of his movie well that's what i i've heard and i haven't seen that movie yet it's on my to-do list before it's pretty definitely good. definitely before the oscars but yeah what i've heard is that when the academy's watching the Mauritanian and they, you know, cause they're watching it for Jodie Foster cause she's doing so much campaigning for it and she's already won the globe and she's gotten all this other notoriety as of late. They're going to see his performance. They're going to see to hear Raheem's performance. And that's the standout performance of the movie is what I've been told. Yeah, it is. Um, so if they're going based on the merit of what they see while they're watching the movie, then possibly he will be in the top five. I have him just right outside the top five, namely because I haven't seen the movie yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going on, on hearsay. But, all right, so here's my five, which was your five with the exception of Tahir Rahim. But I have Chadwick Boseman as the runaway winner. Yep. I have uh, Riz Ahmed, who was my favorite. So if I was voting, I would be voting for Riz. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Gary Oldman in Mank, and Stephen Yoon in Minari. And then my dark horse would be Delroy Lindo because I want to hear his name <laughs> on Monday morning. I want him so badly. It'd be so good if we heard his um, name. I just don't see it. I really don't either. I, I just he's coming up empty everywhere, and it's making me really nervous for him. But you know, I think 
I, I mean, so your five, five, in, your five includes doesn't include Delroy Lindo. So there's two, no, there's he's my dark show. horse. Dark he's my dark horse. horse. Yeah, and to hear Raheem as well. Steven Yun, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So we're matching up pretty closely until we get to that fifth spot. Yeah, but you know what, Delroy, man, is like, you know, the five was, and I mentioned this last time we spoke about it. It's not an Oscar movie. It's it's a very like frantic kind of manic mm-hmm. Spike Lee joint that's not catered to the Academy. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Spike Lee has a name for himself. A lot of the actors involved have names for themselves. Chadwick Boseman was in this project. So it's definitely on the radar. I think the problem is, is that the uproar over Delroy's kind of missing in action on a war season mm-hmm. or during a war season has been coming from the public, like mm-hmm. the general public. It hasn't been coming from the industry. And that's what worries me. Like, you know, the critics and the, the movie industry is not really like, campaigning for Delroy. Yeah, I mean, the SAG didn't nominate him. Right, right. But then you go on Twitter or social media and you're like, everybody's like, you know, save Delroy. Like, where the fuck is Delroy Lindo? Like, right. And I agree with him. I'm one of those people, you know? <laughs> but he's just not getting the love. And, and the character is very unsavory. You know, it's like a Trump supporter who... Right. It's kind of a, you know, asshole a, in the movie. So I don't then, know if that's hurting like him. Mental breakdown towards the end. Yeah. So I don't... I don't know. I mean, he's definitely got a lot of things working against him right now. But, you know, I equate this to last year when I watched the nominations on on Monday morning. I was literally on the edge of my seat for the supporting actor category. And I know we're talking about best actor, but last year I was on the edge of my seat for supporting actor category for Willem Dafoe for The Lighthouse because Mm -hmm. I was a giant proponent for his performance in that movie. And I thought it was the best of the year. And he was one of those actors similar to Delroy that his name was just being forgotten, you know, and he was just not getting nominated and everybody was saying there's still hope because the the Academy loves Willem Dafoe. And he had so many nominations under his belt in the past that maybe they'll give it to him and he didn't get it. So Hmm. I'm going to have a very similar approach this year. I'm going to be on the edge of my seat when they're doing these, announcements hoping to hear Delroy's name and it would be amazing if he gets nominated. I just don't see it happening based on what we've seen so far. Yeah, I, I would agree. I feel like Delroy was, was hot and I feel like his name, his name is cooled off amongst the critics and like circles. The fans still want him, but just not seeing it. I, I will say though, just as an outside thought on this, um, I plan to see another round because of, how much oh, love really good. Mads Mickelson got from mm-hmm. the BAFTAs. So mm-hmm. I would love it was to really see good. it was really I don't good. Think he'll get in, but it's, it's, it's on my list now. It, yeah, it was, it was a really good movie, man. And Mads is the, the best performance in it. If Delroy were to sneak in here, who's out in your opinion? I'd say Tahar Rahim. You know who I want to be out as Oldman. <laughs> oh, of course, that, I, I would love. I'm with you, man. Any any combination of Oldman out with like the other guys we've talked about, I'm completely fine with. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love Gary Oldman, so I don't want that to be mis- mistaken. But um, it's just not a. It's just not his. It's not anywhere close to his best work, in my opinion. So it's, no, I it's, feel like it's an empty nomination. It's not even a like. It's not all that memorable of a performance. He doesn't really. He has the speech at the end, and he has like the different way he's speaking, but. Mm-hmm. It's just not a, you know, we've talked about Mank. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah we yeah. should on Mank a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Any Mank fans listening, we apologize. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This one is uh, another oh. spicy category. So I'm oh, very curious. Man. 
Where um, are you at on Best Actress? All right. Well, there is no movie that I've championed more than Promising Young Woman <laughs> from from 2020. So it is far and wide the best film of the year, in my opinion, in many categories. But the number one category is the Best Actress. So Carrie Mulligan, to me, is still the front runner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to interrupt, but that is a preview of what you can find over on our Patreon feed in reference to the Academy Awards discussion. Like I said, there are a couple of different deep conversations that me and Anthony have gotten into this awards season in the last few weeks about the upcoming nominations and Academy Awards ceremony, which will be happening in April. And then coming up on March 15th, which may or may not be before or after you're hearing this, my friend Brad from the Cinema Guys and myself are going to be doing an instant reaction to the Oscar nominations when they are released. And there will be a lot more Oscars discussion as well as my own movie awards called the Golden Peas, which some of you may be familiar with. We also produce a ton of exclusive content over on the Patreon feed. There are six exclusive Patreon series that I host that you can only get on our Patreon feed. Just go to patreon.com slash two peas on a pod. And for as little as $1, you can get literally so much content dumped on you that you won't know what to do. I couldn't be clever there. Also check the show notes if you want more information. That was a preview for what you can find over on our Patreon feed. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.